Get your snowcats ready and get over here. Right now? You're darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the Situation Room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him Governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. And he's loose! In the heart of the city, ain't no love in the heart of town. What is going on, everybody? Vince Wright, back with you live on a Tuesday night from the great state of Minnesota, enjoying the remnants of a summer. Um, Good, bad, or indifferent, it is summertime here. Uh, A little chilly yesterday, but we got another heat wave approaching Anyway, this is Sports Done Right, the one and only, uh, your favorite sports podcast coming out of the the state of Minnesota, the Twin Cities. I am Vince Wright, your AKA the sports governor of Minnesota, as duly dubbed by uh, Jungle Brother, one of our our podcast partners and friends there. Uh, Anyway, thank you for joining us, my friends. We got a, a quick and a concise show to get to, some Vikings updates, twins balling balling and you see the title of the show so you know we got to get to some go for sports here in just a moment but wanted to say what's up to everybody uh, sorry i missed you last week again uh the gov's real job we're just we're we're very 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 busy so that's what it is peeps so um you know just trying to find time for everything but I do not like to go more than a couple weeks without a show for obvious reasons. And oh, the other thing we're going to talk about tonight, too, is the ownership group uh, for KG. Who's in it? (laughs) That's what I'm trying to find out. So I'm going to be reaching out to people there. That's really been the big secret is who is in this ownership group? Um, Do we have any basketball minds outside of Garnett? Things like that. So um, we will discuss that as well. And, well, what can I say, man? Lots to get into after a weekend of getting pummeled on the golf course, as usual. And, oh, by the way, we do have the PGA Championship this week as well, so don't forget that. Uh, Tiger Woods is back looking for major number 16 to get him a little bit closer to Jack Nicholas's Nicholas's all-time record of 
18. Not sure if it's going to happen. We will see. We're always hopeful. Um, Very quickly, just to give you an analysis, what it's going to take for Tiger Woods, because, you know, he's not Mr. Comeback here. Tiger just has to get off to a great start. You know, that's, that's what he has to do. If Tiger can get off to that great start and, you know, keep himself within a couple pages of that front leaderboard or a couple pages of the leaderboard, like, you know, when you see it on TV there, there's the first set of group or, or first set of golfers, there's a second set of golfers and the second one. That's what Tiger's got to do. He's got to be just within shot of, of the lead and maybe Harding Park out here in San Francisco where they're playing this week will set up good for Taga, Taga Woods, y'all. We'll see. We'll see. Um, you know, I I probably wouldn't pick Tiger, but you never know. Um, some other things we're going to talk about. You finally heard um, not only uh, from Gopherland, but yes, we're going to get into Rashad Bateman leaving the Minnesota Golden Gophers and where he might win, where he might wind up in next year's draft or the 2021 draft or whatever it is. And I'm going to tell you why it's a, uh, it's a big blow for the University of Minnesota Golden Gophers. Now, all predicated on if they play this year, which I don't think they will. I think at the very least, they'll, they may have to kick it back to spring. I don't know what that does for other sports. Oh, breaking news here locally in Minnesota on the high school level, fall sports have been pushed back to the spring, and now the spring sports are being kicked to the summer. So that's kind of odd because you have people like my daughter who are going to be seniors in high school who play spring sports, you know, looking next summer at where they're going to college and getting ready for school, and now you're telling us they got to go play golf or baseball or something like that into the the summer that ain't gonna work but with that being said let's get to the big news of the day Rashad Bateman oh gopher fans what can I say it is what it is man now don't blame this kid one bit not one iota you do what you gotta do Rashad Bateman look we're in, we're in COVID times. Who knows what's going to happen? And when you're a first-round draft selection, or at least being told by a lot of outlets that you are, then you better, yeah, you might want to take this seriously. I love that. Minnesota. Uh, we're going to miss you, Rashad. But listen, again, I do not fault him one bit. Last year, what did he have last year? I wrote it down here. Um, 1,219 yards on 60 catches, 11 touchdowns, third team All-American. And the complete compliment, uh, you know, people up here in Minnesota – Everybody, the coaching staff, people on campus, nobody has a bad word to say about him. 
him and Tyler Johnson, part of this phenomenal comeback year for the Minnesota Gophers. And I, you know, I was just like, man, I could not. I was a little shocked, obviously, when the first the news first broke this morning. But when you listen to his reasoning, he talks to, you know, talking about his parents, his coaches, P.J. Fleck right there with him the whole way and supporting him, which was, you know, something I'm very glad to see. Um, just very happy for the young man. want to say what up to Mike in Eden Prairie on the Twitter. Uh, got my main man, Deacon Dale, the blues man. My main man, Deacon Dale, who I'm going to be recording some stuff with. And the one and only <laughs> uh, dear, dear friend of the show, she is back. The one and only Sarah in South Minneapolis. I want to say what up to you. Uh, who else do we got here before I continue on? I just want to give shouts out to uh, we have Debbie in North St. Paul and we have Patrick and he is listening to us in Minneapolis as well. Everybody, thank you for joining the show Back to Rashad Bateman and why he did the right thing. Because of COVID is why he did the right thing. You know, if, uh, if this was some uh, some other players or, or some quarterbacks out there, people, oh, yeah, that's cool, it's cool, but let me tell you something. Why would you stick around? We don't know if there's going to be a season. Likely not in the fall, even though I got to make a gopher payment today, apparently, for my season tickets. We have... You know, it's it's down to conference only, and I get that. But we are, what's the date? August 4th. You do realize that college football normally starts like three weeks from now. Games. Late August. Come on, man. Who are you going to bullshit here? There's no way this, this is going to happen. So why not say, you know what? I am going to prepare and train on my own and with with people and get ready for next year. Because honestly, I don't think we're having a season. And then even if it did get pushed gets pushed to spring, you know, that throws everything out of whack cuz you're getting drafted possibly, you know, right after your season ends and you know the whole thing. So I have no idea if, if they're going to play. And I don't blame you one bit, Rashad, because you got to take care of you. And that's what these athletes are, are finally figuring out. And I'm just happy for them. I really, really am. But... As a Gopher fan, obviously, with the 11-2 and two season we're coming off of, being ranked 10th nationally, kind of the, the bounce back, the resurgence, it's going to hurt. And it's going to hurt big time because as of now, we have, I mean, we got talent at the position. But... Come on, you lose. Now you lose Tyler Johnson. Now you were losing Bateman. No way, no how, no, no, no. Got a great quarterback, Morgan, but who's he going to throw to now all of a sudden? No idea either. No idea either. Now hopefully somebody steps up. 
all that. But as of right now, people, Gophers at a position they dominated in last year just might be hurting a little bit. And I'm bear with me here. I'm, I'm pulling up our um, receiving core here at the University of Minnesota. Oh, whoops. All right, let's see what we got here. Sort by position. Because while the Gophers definitely have talent at all the other positions still, um, quarterback said, obviously, long as he's not hurt, we're all good there. Deacon says, Gov, do you think college football will go without fans this year? You know, Deacon, I know, you know, down down south in SEC land, there's going to be a big, big push. I know the governor of Mississippi was talking, um, you know, about football and stuff here, I think, today or yesterday. And they're really going to want to go in there and, and be able to, to, you know, just kind of kick it like you normally would. But I've heard on a couple other shows as I was working today, and I thought it was kind of an interesting catchphrase. If you want football, wear a mask. If you want football, wear a mask. But since nobody's doing that, uh, Deacon, I I think yeah, at the very if they do try it, you're gonna see it without fans or some very limited amounts of fans in these big huge stadiums um, that we see. So okay, all right, here we go. Got my main man Chris Ottman Bell, great receiver. He is obviously next up in line. Um, but with Rashad out, got True Thompson. You know, he is a six foot four, two hundred ten pound wideout, uh, local kid here from Robbinsdale Armstrong by way of Iowa Western Community College. Um, we have Jimmy Buck from Orono. I forgot they brought him in. Uh, Brock Anixted, who he's okay. Um, he may have to up his game here. He's a Minnesota kid from Norseland. Uh, he went to the IMG Academy as well, so. Uh, he's definitely got some talent there. Demetrius Douglas out of Portland, Oregon. Um, you know, a lot of names that Gopher fans just have not heard of as of yet. But hopefully one of these guys will step up, figure it out, because they're going to need to whenever play resumes. And Oh, namesake Larry Wright in the house from Apple Valley, Minnesota. He went to Eastview High School. But again... Um, hopefully there is a, a, uh, a diamond in that, in there somewhere. And, you know, somebody who can compliment Chris Ottman Bell, um, Chris Ottman Bell from Kankakee, Illinois. Um, you know, really just the next one in line. He was a, a splendid third, third out this year. He played in all 13 games, 28 catches for 371 yards and five touchdowns, um, you know, as the season progressed, he really became more and more of a factor. And right now, he's the man. He is the man. So, um, good luck, Gophers. Keep it up. Keep it going. And you, Rashad, we wish you all the best, my man. Because in this age of COVID, who knows what's going to happen. So, it was all good for him to to do what he did um, PJ Fleck said that um, he would always be there for Bateman. 
And of course, reminding fans to keep rowing the boat. It'll be tough without the best receiver in the Big Ten, but Minnesota fans will undoubtedly keep cheering on their Gophers. And the best head coach, or this is uh, actually from an article I was reading from, um, but I, it's it, it's going to be very very interesting. But again, that's predicated on a season. Now, if if there is no season. And they have some time to just kind of work out these guys. I don't know, man. I, I'm just a huge Rashad Bateman fan. So it's a little bit of a, a gut punch, but I, I am very, very happy for him. And Tyler Johnson, by the way. Uh, very excited to see what they may do um, with Tyler Johnson down in Tampa Bay. Um, got the wife sneaking in here trying to grab something very quietly. Just my purse. Thank you. Grabbing her purse. She is off. All right, what else do we got here is we're going to keep this show moving because we got some uh, things to do right afterwards here. Um, Chris Spielman, Minnesota Vikings. Let's go to the other Minnesota football team here. The Vikings signed Chris Spielman. He will continue to be the GM here. Whether you love him, whether you hate him, he's in town for a while. And come on, folks, you saw this coming. You knew it was popping. As soon as they re-upped... Uh, you know, Mike Zimmer as coach. I mean, these two go together. Peanut butter and jelly. These two go together. They they come stock, lock, and barrel. So when Zim was signed, you knew it was just a matter of time. Chris Spielman will stick around. I think he's had his ups. He's had his downs like a lot of GMs. But, I, you know, who else was really out there that the Vikings were going to look at seriously? Um, nobody. I, I always thought that, you know, Chris Spielman was going to be their dude, always was, and that nothing else was happening. Now that you got the coach and the GM in place, though, let's move it on over to Dalvin Cook, my main man, and are we going to pay him? Pay that man his money. So here's here's where, here's the hookup. This is where they're having little issues. Team Cook you know, over the summer, there's been numbers thrown about anywhere from 14 to 17 million per. Vikings want that a little closer to 10. Matter of fact, they want 10 per. And, well, now the games have, have begun. Will he show up at training camp? Will he not? Again, predicated on the season or not. I really hope they can figure it out. I hope that they can find that middle ground, as we like to say, because Dalvin Cook is the man. Now, I get it, folks. Oh, but Gov, you know, he's injury prone and this and that. And and he has been injured, but when he's healthy, he's he's just he's something special. He's a different caliber of running back than, than most other running backs in the league. And I think that we got to keep him here. Mike says, Gov, how do you feel about Kirk Cousins' contract now possibly hindering the Dalvin Cook negotiations? Well, Big Mike, we told, you know, we've talked about this before and how that contract was going to play out down the road. Domino effect, man. And this is where it is now because I think um, um, our quarterback is set to make, what, about $45 million in 2021 or 2022? Somewhere right in there. A lot of money. A lot of money. 
And doesn't, you know, now, and again, we don't even know how the salary cap issues are going to play out here from year to year. COVID, lack of, of, of revenues, empty stadiums, some fans in stadiums, but not nearly enough to fill a, an NFL stadium. Again, all up in the air. And I just, you know, as a Vikings fan, in normal times, I'd be like, hey, offer him $14 million, let's get this done, and let's roll. Chris Spielman at his news conference yesterday was talking, you know, he, he can't really address it, but you know, he was kind of around the bush. He, I think, I think, I think a deal will get done. It may not be pretty along the way in terms of cook, maybe holding out and all this, but I think a deal gets done. And plus the Vikings need them. You know, the Vikings offense is predicated on run. Bust them up. And now, you you know, we've talked about Diggs leaving. You know, we got our one stellar receiver in Thielen. But, the, you know, let's see how he adjusts his game as being the main guy where now he can be double teamed where he wasn't double teamed before. And, you know... It's all about the run game, and Dalvin Cook is is the key to that. So I hope the Vikings can get this done. Um, again, if a season happens, which for football I'm just very, very leery about. All right, finishing up on the local scene here, I want to say what up to R.C., Ronald Cameron. He's up in Duluth, Minnesota. Chilly start to the morning, R.C., up there, I hear up on the north shore of our, our state of Minnesota. Um, and since RC popped in here very quickly, because we, we have an abbreviated show tonight, um, I, I did want to talk about this Tyson-Roy Jones Jr. fight. I don't know how y'all feel about it. You know, there's rumors with the rules. Um, there's supposedly not even going to be judges, eight rounds, um, headgear, no headgear, who knows? And supposedly they have been urged not to to basically try and hurt each other. If somebody catches somebody and wants to go for a knockout, I saw on some website that they have actually been urged or told not to do that. So then what are we dealing with? Are we dealing with a glorified exhibition where we're going to go out there and just tap, tap, tap? You know, I mean, people forget Roy Jones Jr. was... Uh, beat John Ruiz for the, the, I think it was the WBC heavyweight championship. Point being, he came up to the, you know, 205, 210 pound range to fight John Ruiz. Um, Roy Jones obviously starting down in, in lower weights and kind of progressing his body up there. But what are we dealing with? I don't know, but I'll tell you what, your ass is going to watch it. You know, I think forty nine ninety nine. Obviously, people can have a couple friends over, split that up real easy. People who have, let's just say, alternative means to watch it free of charge will be doing that. People are going to be watching. Look at Tyson. Look at the um, the, uh, the videos he's been putting out. Looks great. 54 years old. Um, you know, still... <laughs> Granted, it's videos, it's it's 
literally a, a quick shots here and there, but the speed is there. Now, can he maintain that for eight rounds? Anybody's guess. And now we got we we're gonna see Roy Jones and see what he what he, I'm sure he's gonna be popping out some videos here soon. Um, I was talking to my dad. My dad's a big boxing guy, you know, back to the glory days and and beyond, obviously. But he wasn't a big fan of it. I'm going to be checking it out. RC says it's going to be a high-profile pillow fight. (laughs) Folks will pay to see it. Let's just say I won't pay for it. Exactly. I won't be paying for it either. Um, But we will be watching. And I, I just don't know. Like RC just said, uh, is it a pillow fight? Can these guys throw meaningful punches at each other? Because that's what people want to see. You're seeing Tyson look like the early Tyson in these short snippets of videos that are coming out. You know, now he just has the gray beard and all that stuff, but he's lean, muscular, the punches are back. And now you're telling me I may as well be in there because he's they're only throwing little, you know, pity pat punches. But I will say that's what worried me on the Roy Jones side of this because uh, Roy Roy Jones, one of the great boxers in history, but also ended his career with two brutal, brutal knockouts that, that literally took him out the game. And that was Antonio Tarver and Glenn Johnson. And I remember the Glenn Johnson one because... You look at Glenn Johnson, and, and and if you haven't seen this fight, please go YouTube it. But Glenn Johnson, who is who is a good fighter, but not in, at least what you would think is in the Roy Jones level. But he came in there and he put together a game plan, and like I said, ultimately knocked Roy the you know the <laughs> yeah knocked the f out. Antonio Tarver. Obviously, we know about their bad blood and Antonio asking if he's going to have any excuses tonight in their in their rematch. So what are we getting? Father time is undefeated. Just make sure that there's oxygen tanks nearby. There will be RC. There will be. But yeah, we'll be watching. And, and by the way, that fight is just over a month away. So. There you go. Let's do this. We're going to take a very quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about sports just kind of being back. How do you like it? How do you like the visuals? What you're seeing on TV? Is it holding your interest? Um, We're going to talk a little bit about the Minnesota Twins and their phenomenal start. And then we are going to end the show because the Gov has got some things popping um, here shortly. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. This one goes out to Deacon Dell, the blues man, the one and only blues man who has a blues show on th- Spreaker.com and anywhere you're catching um, podcasts nowadays. want to say what up, xsquadaffiliates.com. I'm my friends over at Realcast Radio as well. And everybody else who's listening, whether you listen live on demand to this podcast. Big things have been happening because of you. I thank you. I am humbled by the support that I get and people reaching out to me on all kinds of social media platforms. I I really, really appreciate it. But for, for today, 
Gopher fans, the thrill is gone as Rashad packs up for the NFL. We'll be right back, finishing the show, sports done right, and we will be right back. Give me anything I want, baby. What you want? 
someone as good as you I'm a king, so be my queen I've never seen you in my city So proceed, tell me what to do, baby She said I'm official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. So true. The people got it right. And now it's time for you to get Tell your tree. sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. The one and only, the lovely Tree Taylor, our voice talent here. And definitely want to say what up to um, Justin in South St. Paul, who's joined us. Uh, Drew has joined us from Hastings, Minnesota. And Scott has joined us from North Minneapolis. What's happening? All right. Well, really, Ruin Jones was bulking up for the Ruiz fight and then losing all that muscle mass to make uh, weight for the light heavyweight championship fights with Tarver. Jones won, but it was those... Um, it, excuse me, it was this close and he was never the same after that. And our boxing guru, the one and only RC is, is spot on, you know, you, to make a big jump, to go up post, you know, past two hundo, then to come back down to 175, it's like, you can't be playing with that. So, and it did cost Roy. It did cost him. Um, let's see here. What else is popping? I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. You can follow us, um, Sports Done Right, W-R-I-G-H-T, on Facebook, Instagram. You can follow me personally on Twitter at the Big Smooth One. That's the number one after the Big Smooth. And make sure you're checking us out, man. Big things coming. Got some good interviews lined up here in the next few weeks. And fingers crossed for a actually a pretty big guest. So um but yeah just to finish the thoughts on the tyson roy jones jr fight yeah we all we will all be watching because we're sports starved right now i'll be checking it out just won't be paying for it all right minnesota twins beat pittsburgh today seven to three fifth win in a row nine and two for you minnesota twins look at baseball's best record residing up here in the twin cities love it Love it. Twins, the Cubs, the Yankees are the ones kind of, you know, early on. 
um, with the with the nice records. Uh, great great showing again by uh, Jose Barreros. Props to Sano and Eddie Rosario and Nelson Cruz. Nelson Cruz has 17 hits already, game winning home run. The guy post 40, phenomenal. And might be edging his way up to the to the the Gov's favorite Minnesota twin, to be perfectly honest with you, because he's just phenomenal. And that big bat comes in oh so handy. The pitching, so far, so good. And, that, and look, that's really all it's going to come down to, I think, with the Minnesota Twins. That's what it came down to last year in the playoff uh, game. Um, it's always been pitching. When you get to the playoffs, you got to have stellar pitching because you got to be be able to win a one zero game just like you can win a game twelve to seven. You know, every once in a while, both pitchers are battling in there, and a big bat like Nelson Cruz. Uh, could come in real handy and give you a one run, two two you know two run win, and the guy's just a threat every time he comes up to to the plate. With the addition of Josh Donaldson, I mean the Twins' power isn't going to be the issue. It is going to be the pitching. So, props to the Minnesota Twins. I you know I'm not spending too much time on baseball right now because again, you know we are only a, a couple games in. Uh, speaking of which, we heard um, from the one and only Derek Jeter about his uh, Marlins and their their COVID-19 virus um, breakout, so to speak. He says, you know, while they were in Atlanta, a couple guys left to get coffee. A couple, One guy went over to an actual teammate's house for, for dinner. And, you know, they weren't out at Magic City. They weren't out, you know, tasting the wings. You know, anything like that, but the outbreak happens. 21 members of the traveling uh, Marlins, as we always will call them, tested positive. So... I don't know what happened down there. But something happened. A uh, quote from a CBS Sports article, speaking on Derek Jeter. Derek says, our guys were not running all around town in Atlanta. We did have a couple individuals leave the hotel. We did have a couple guys leave, get coffee, yada, yada, yada. I hope this is it because one more kind of big outbreak like this is really just going to F the baseball season. And now the Twins fans are happy, the Cubs fans are happy, and the season's going to go bye-bye. So hopefully people figure out their bubbles. Um, we're going to talk a little NBA next week in the NBA. Here's the thing. Here's a couple quick things here regarding basketball. Number one, does anybody know who's in Kevin Garnett's ownership group? Has the group gotten together yet? I don't know, but if you do, please let the sports governor know. Because as much as we love Kevin Garnett, the next quote-unquote group that's going to own the Timberwolves is going to have to do it right. Going to have to do it right. And regardless of our love for KG, we need a group in here that's going to stabilize this franchise. 
and get people to want to come here and live here in the winter to play basketball. You know, times have changed. Everybody wants to be elsewhere. So we're going to see what happens with that. But I've been trying to look and I can't find anybody that's, you know, involved with the KG ownership group. So that's kind of the hunt we're on is just to see who's involved, uh, the basketball minds involved, the big money that's involved. And if it all works out, God bless. Because like I said, I'm a, I'm a huge, like a lot of other Minnesotans, huge KG fan would love to see it happen. But beyond that, we need to make sure that whoever comes in here, whoever is going to be this next group, has a real detailed plan in place to try and make this thing work. Um, that brings us to the other part of my title of the show tonight, which is COVID sports. How do, how do you like it? You know, we got hockey back, basketball, baseball. You know, we've all kind of had some fun with the cutouts. The NBA video fans, phenomenal. Whoever thought of that, head of the game. I mean, I'm I'm dead serious. I love that, you know, you have those live fans with the little video feed sitting there watching the game, and it's like they're right there. Uh, cardboard cutouts, you know, you have the um, the Steve Bartman cutout down at the Seattle game along the left field line there, people having fun with this stuff. But I'll tell you what, as far as the experience goes, I think that – each sport for what they're trying to do is really knocked it out the park. Um, when you're playing in an arena like hockey and basketball, you know, I've, I've watched a couple of basketball games the past couple of days. I watched the Minnesota Wild play the other day. Um, the Blackhawks play last uh, weekend. You know, if you just kind of close your eyes and picture it, it's the sounds of an arena. When a team scores, you get crowd reaction, this and that. Now, obviously, nothing replaces the real thing. Nobody's saying anything about that, but if this is how it's got to be for a while, they're doing all right. And as long as they can keep the virus numbers low, and God bless them. But I love what the NBA has done. I like what hockey has done. And, you know, baseball, it may sound a little different because obviously they're playing in bigger stadiums and open air in most cases. So the sound might travel and just sound different, but I think they're doing a good job. I'm going to get my pay my 80 bucks and see if I can get my Minnesota Twins cut out but basketball and hockey should really be proud of what they've done to just kind of you know liven up the ambiance of sports and outside of that I mean yeah it's weird without crowds but they're playing games um, these games are counting and it's something to do and it's something to watch finally so you know People want to sit and, and, and get into the political sides of wearing masks and social distancing. If you want to see sports come back like everybody does, wear a mask. You're going into your grocery store, dump your mask on for 10 minutes. Nobody's taking away civil, civil liberties. Just put your mask on, take care of your business. You can come out the store and take your mask off. How does that work? But... For sports to come back, man, we got to kick this virus's ass. And, you know, there's promising sounds of a vaccine and this and that, but who knows how far that's away. 
Most of us have been working at home since March now. I mean, that's six months. Half the year is gone. So, you know, time to take it seriously, man. Because we're all cooped up. We'd, we'd all love to be back watching live sports in person. But we got a ways to go. So I am very thrilled with what I'm seeing and hearing and, you know, the way it, it feels on TV. But let's just hope it's a temporary thing. All right. With that being said, I am Vince Wright, the sports governor from the great state of Minnesota. I usually kick it off on Tuesday nights here at the Sports Done Right Sports Podcast. Make sure you're checking us out. We're on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Play, uh, the, the MN Minnesota Podcasting app where they feature Minnesota-based podcasts. We're very proud to be added to that uh, platform a few months back. Um, check out purpleptsd.com. They are my favorite Viking site along with Vikings Territory. Uh, do some writing. I am way behind on getting them an article over there at Purple PTSD. But, dude, I've just been swamped. Just been swamped with work and, and a little, some overtime here and there. And then when you get off, you want to do some other stuff. It's tough. It's tough. <laughs> yeah, check out the show early on, RC. I'll tell you what I'm going to do about the Gophers. Um, they, they're still taking payments. I assume that if a season is shelved, that payment will be applied towards the next season. But, yeah, Rashad Bateman's departure does is a big, big blow. No, Don't let anybody tell you any different. Chris Ottman-Bell can step in on one side, but... Woo, so those are big shoes to fill. All right, let me get on out of here. Check out our friends at Tasty Talk Tuesday. Want to say what up to our friends at the uh, Barbershop Sports Podcast, Trey and Maestro, who usually have their show right up before mine. And we, we do kind of all these shows overlap, but I just want to show love to all my podcasting friends out there. Uh, check us all out. And um, by the way, xsquadaffiliates.com. Go to the website, check out all the great shows and content. You can find my show there on demand as well. So with that being said, I am out of here. Vince Wright, the sports governor. Peace. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right. <laughs>